Hello and welcome back to Journey Abroad, the show that highlights Africans studying and living abroad, their experiences, as well as tips and tricks on how to thrive in new environments. Friend, we made it. We made it to the end of the year. We made it to the end of the semester. Be proud of yourself for that. What an accomplishment. I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm literally crawling to the end of the finish line. This year has been rough. <laughs> like really rough. I feel like the year has gone by incredibly fast, but also incredibly slow at the same time. Don't ask me how that makes sense. I am not quite sure, but I don't know. This year has been weird. Very, very weird. So with the end of the year, it's good to reflect on the past year and also start to think about and plan for the upcoming year. What does 2023 have in store for you? What kind of goals are you trying to set for the year? What have you learned from the past year and what lessons can you carry over into 2023? Now's the time to be reflecting, to be manifesting, to be planning, to be setting goals, to be resting, but also to be getting yourself ready for the next year. So as it is the last episode of the year and we're near the holiday time, I thought it would be important to talk about holidays, especially as people who are studying and living abroad. It can be super weird spending the holiday season away from family, especially if you have particular traditions that you always do. Yeah, the holiday time is super weird, especially when you're in a foreign country and you're trying to understand the various traditions that are in place. It's supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year. So it feels weird if you're not having the most wonderful time of the year, right? It feels weird just not being with your people, not being with your friends. I remember my first few years here, I found that the homesickness hit especially hard around the holiday time, knowing that I couldn't be with my family to spend Christmas and the new year. I also find that holidays here, and by here I mean North America, in particular Canada, are quite different compared to back home. So in Botswana, first of all, it's summer right now. December, January is the like warmest time of the year, essentially. So already right from the get-go, the vibes are so, so different compared to you know a white winter, which is what I'm experiencing currently in Canada. And given that it is summer in December, a lot of people have time off. A lot of people are going out and partying more. It's, it's the festive season. The festive season starts at the beginning of December and spills over into January. So it's a very different time. In Canada, my experience has been that I am working right up until, you know, the 22nd, 23rd of December. And that's very normal, which I find incredibly weird, especially having grown up in a place like Botswana where December is for vibes. What's also really different is the culture around Christmas time. So at least in my family, we're not big gift givers. So I don't quite understand the obsession, for lack of a better word, for gift giving and, you know, this commercialization of this holiday. I don't quite get it. But just because, you know, with my family, we don't really exchange gifts over Christmas. Also, Christmas music is less of a thing. Of course, I'm aware of 
Christmas songs. I grew up listening to a few Christmas songs, but not to the extent that people do here. You know, you walk into a store in the middle of December and already Christmas music is blasting. In fact, you could even hear Christmas music as early as late November. My partner the other day asked me what my favorite Christmas song was, and I had no answer to him because, you know, that's just not how we do Christmas back home. Christmas back home is pool parties. It is barbecues or brais, which is what we call it in Southern Africa. It's outdoor parties. It's it's like the middle of summer. It's just different. So with this episode, I just want to talk about some of the feelings that can come up as we enter this holiday season and some of the things that I've learned along the way. As we all know, flying around Christmas time is horribly expensive. So it's not quite, it's not very often that international students can head home for the holidays, which sucks. It really, really sucks. It makes me really sad, but that's the reality of it all. So my first Christmas abroad, what this was while I was living in California, I made the plan to go visit some family friends in Maryland. So this is out east in the United States of America. I made this decision because I didn't want to be spending Christmas with the family that I was living with at the time. So while I was in California, I stayed with four different families for a period of three months. So the second family that I was staying with, I didn't quite feel comfortable with them enough to be spending the holiday season with them. Christmas here, or at least the holiday period here, is a much bigger deal than I'm used to. So I felt very pressured to have a plan, you know, be able to have an answer for when people ask me, what are you doing for Christmas? I didn't want to have the response of, oh, nothing. These were people who had money. So some of the students were going to these cool places for the holidays, and I felt a little insecure in my own response. And I felt like, you know, I've got to be able to say I'm doing at least something, something exciting. So I'm very grateful that this family in Maryland hosted me. They are lovely people. I still keep in contact with them. They're a family that I knew from Botswana. They're Americans who lived in Botswana for a while, but are back in Maryland now. So I'm grateful for them, to them for having me. Despite feeling comfortable with this family, I felt a little awkward, especially when it came time to give gifts. I felt like I was intruding on a moment that should have been a family moment, you know, the auto and out. And having grown up in a family that doesn't really exchange Christmas gifts, I didn't think about bringing gifts for them. And I didn't expect them to give me gifts, but they did give me gifts. And that just made me feel a little awkward. I I wish I'd gotten the memo that, oh, we're exchanging gifts or something. They were lovely about it. And, you know, I am happy with the gifts that they had gotten me. I just, in that moment, I just really wanted to be at home with my family, spending Christmas the way I'm used to, in the sun, by the pool, with some nice steak on the braai. My first Christmas in Montreal was, I felt a little more comfortable my first Christmas in Montreal than I did with my first Christmas in California or in the U.S. because I didn't actually spend it in California. 
This Christmas in Montreal, I spent with some other Botswana. There were four of us who arrived together in Montreal at the start of the school year. So the four of us all hung out together. We ate a good meal together, and then we went for a walk up in the mountain. It was nice. It was quiet and not what I was used to, but still nice. I think what made it especially nice was to be spending, to be celebrating the holidays with people who are from the same place as me, who speak the same language as me, who were all who were also new to the city and feeling weird and you know all of the things that arise with holidays so it felt good it felt nice on christmas day we a bunch of two of us went on a walk on the mountain and we got lost horribly lost i remember it being really really cold i got snow in my boots my feet were freezing i was convinced that day that i was going to die of frostbite or something i don't think you can die of frostbite Maybe you can. I thought I was going to die of hypothermia. I'm being dramatic, but it was a lot. Um, But definitely made for a very memorable holiday. My second Christmas in Montreal, I spent alone. And this this was a very interesting Christmas. I was living in a studio apartment at the time, and I felt a little weird about spending it alone. So I ended up cat-sitting someone's cat. Granted, at the time, I wasn't sure I fully liked cats, but I just felt like it was a little more exciting to say, oh, I'm watching a cat for the holidays than I'm sitting alone in my studio apartment. To be honest, spending the holidays alone was actually a really good time. I really enjoyed that. I think... With the holidays comes this pressure that you've got to spend it with family. You've got to have this plan. You've got to, I don't know. There's just a lot of pressure around the holidays to have fun. But to be honest, that holiday, spending time alone, I had a lot of fun. I got to do exactly what I wanted. I got the peace and quiet that I wanted. And I got to just enjoy my own company. On Christmas morning, I baked some cookies I went for a walk, I watched some shows, I played with the cat that I was watching. And yeah, I think I'd rather be spending the holidays alone than be spending the holidays with people who I don't really want to be spending it with. I did feel ashamed to tell people that I had spent the holiday alone. But now looking back, I think it's perfectly fine to spend the holidays alone. It was enjoyable. And I think this Christmas came at a time where I was starting to enjoy my own company. I was starting to be happy with being alone, learning myself again, and just being comfortable in my own skin. So I think it was a very much needed Christmas. I think it was one of the greatest Christmases that I've spent so far. Since moving away, I've only had the opportunity to go back home for the holidays once. And after having spent so many Christmases away, one thing I can definitely say with certainty is that it gets easier. I was hoping that this Christmas I would be in Botswana, but due to delays in visa processing, I had to postpone my trip to January. I don't know if you if you recall from one of my most recent episodes, I, I was celebrating about the fact that I was going home 
Joke's on me. I'm not. This had me sad. I felt incredibly sad. I was really looking forward to finally a Botswana Christmas, finally a Botswana festive season. I had planned to travel right from early December up until the end of December to really get the full festive feels. So I was sad. I was very disappoint- disappointed. I straight up cried. So how did I bounce back from that? Firstly, I allowed myself to feel all the things that I was feeling. To feel the frustration with the visa office for the delay, the frustration with just the passport that I hold, knowing that some international students don't have to jump through as many hoops as I do just to be able to study in this country. Frustration at all the little steps that are required for the for these visas, frustration at how long it's taken, because I've been applying since the end of August. I felt disappointment because I really hoped to be spending my mom's birthday with her for the first time in six years. My mom's birthday is December 20th. So I was really looking forward to that. So I was very disappointed to not be doing that. Um, Very disappointed to not be with my family. It's been four years since I last saw my family. And I thought that now would finally be the time. I was annoyed that it's been so long. And part of why it's been so long is this pandemic that seems apparently never ending. Each time I try to fly back, there's something that comes up and I was hoping that, okay, fine, we've kind of passed this whole COVID thing. Maybe I'll be good to fly, but that didn't work out. So basically, I allowed myself time to fully be sad, to feel all the things that I was feeling, not to intellectualize my feelings or rationalize my feelings or anything like that. Just feel everything, cry be sad, do all the things that I need to do, and then pick myself back up again. And I think that's very important for any kind of disappointment that you feel. Allow yourself to be disappointed and then get up. Another thing that helped me bounce back was therapy. As soon as I found out that I was not going to be going home, as soon as I thought, I emailed my therapist to book an appointment and we talked the whole thing through. I think Having that therapy session also helped process all the feelings that I was feeling. So that helped. I know I talk a lot about therapy on this podcast, but I cannot stress enough how much it has been a lifesaver for me. So yes, I'm talking about therapy again. It is helping me bounce back from the disappointment and the sadness that I was feeling. I've also been trying to engage in more seasonal activities. I've been making mulled wine. I've been going on winter walks. I've also, I'm also trying to focus on the positives. So yes, I'm disappointed that I could not be in Botswana for the holiday season, but what are some of the positives that come with me staying in Montreal for the holiday season? One of them was that I got to go to all the holiday parties that were happening with my lab and the bigger group that my lab belonged to. Me staying in Montreal also means that I could spend the holidays with my partner and his family. It's always such a good time spending time with them. We play games, we eat good food. They're just a good energy to be around. So that's definitely a positive of having to stay. 
I've also been trying to make plans with friends, go for a spin class, do dinners, and finally focus on self-care. As I kind of alluded to right at the start of this episode, I am tired at the end of the year. So I'm being intentional about slowing down, kind of being more in tune with my body and knowing that if my body's tired, I need to rest. If today I feel like I need to slow down, I'm going to do that. If I feel like I need to stretch, I'll stretch. If I feel like I need to read, I'll read. So really focusing on replenishing me and taking care of myself as we end the year. I'd like to share with you a a list that I've written out of things that I've learned after having spent a number of holiday seasons away from home. One, create your own traditions, whether that's solo traditions or traditions with friends, create your own traditions. It could either be copying the traditions from back home, whatever those traditions may be, or even starting your own new ones. Last year, for the first time, I bought a Christmas tree. I felt some kind of way about getting a plastic Christmas tree because here, apparently, a lot of people get real Christmas trees, which was news to me when I moved here. But I got a Christmas tree. I decorated it. I put some lights up. And yeah, I think that's one of my new Christmas traditions. This holiday, I'm planning on making mulled wine for everybody. So I think that can be another tradition that I'm incorporating into my holiday plans this year. The second thing that I've learned is not to overspend on gifts or flights. January won't be cute if you do. As I said earlier, the holidays have become the super commercialized thing. I feel like on Boxing Day, there's big discounts too. Like... There's pressure to buy everyone under the sun a gift. If that's not your thing, don't do it. Also, be mindful of your budget. If you want to be spending money on gifts and all of those things, perhaps plan for that in advance, knowing that the holidays come every year. It's really not fun starting out the year being in debt or having very little money or having to debate whether you're buying groceries or you're paying your electricity bill. It's just, it's it's not worth it. Not worth it at all. And the same thing applies for flights. Flying home, especially over the holiday time, is so, so, so very expensive. Especially between December 15th and January 15th. Sometimes it's just not worth it. So while I'm really sad to not be spending the holiday time back home with my family, I got to save a little bit of money on my flight. Instead of paying $2,300, I paid $1,800 for my flight, which as a student, as a broke student, that's a big difference. Third thing that I've learned, spend the holidays how you want, not how you think you should. This I learned, especially that second Christmas that I spent alone. I truly got to spend the holiday how I wanted not the way I thought everybody expected me to spend it. I don't need to be opening presents on Christmas Day. And I think this applies also to New Year's Eve. There's so much pressure around New Year's Eve to have a good time. 
to be somewhere exciting at the end of the night to, I don't know, maybe kiss somebody at the end of the night. There's so much pressure. And uh, uh-uh. there are so, there have been so many New Year's Eves where I've been out because I feel like that's what people are doing and that's what I'm expected to do. And it just ends up being a shit show. Excuse my language. <laughs> it's just not worth it. Spend the holidays how you want, not how you think you should. If that's staying in your pajamas all day, sure. If that's binge watching your favorite show, sure. If that's sitting with a book and not talking to people, sure. Do you. Don't get me wrong. If you want to buy a whole bunch of gifts or you want to be spending the holidays in the conventional ways that the holidays are spent, by all means, do it. As long as that's what you want to be doing, right? I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say here is, Let's not make this a stressful period. Let's not feel pressured to doing anything that we don't need to be doing. Number four, if there are people you wish you could be celebrating with, give them a call. I 100% will be calling my family. I, I have some aunts and uncles who will be in Botswana spending the holiday season with my family, my nuclear family. And I 100% will call them, wish them happy holidays, happy Christmas, all of those things. So even if you can't be be there in person with the people that you want to be celebrating with, that's okay. A call is a good compromise. Number five, and this is kind of related to the first point, try out some of the traditions in your new home. If you're in a country where Christmas is celebrated a particular way, Try that out. See if that's something that interests you. Maybe you can incorporate that into your own traditions. Number six, take a moment to practice gratitude. Gratitude for how far you've come this year. Gratitude for making it to the end of the year. Gratitude for the people you love, the people you care about. Gratitude to have a roof over your head, to be able to afford food. You know, whatever it is that you're feeling grateful for, the holidays are a great time to really reflect on those things and practice gratitude. Number seven, oh man, this is a big one. Rest and reset. Especially if you're in a place where you're expected to work right up until the end of December and start up again right at the start of January, make sure that you use that holiday time to rest If you're coming out of finals, you're coming out of a stressful time, take time to focus in on yourself, to practice self-care, to take it easy, whatever that looks like for you, and be ready to come rejuvenated at the start of the year. And the final thing that I have learned about spending holidays abroad and without my family is that it's okay to not be okay. A lot of feelings can come up around the holiday time, whether it's feelings of depression, of anxiety, feelings of isolation or stress, wanting to be spending the holidays with particular people, but being unable to, or even if you're spending the holidays with people and you don't want to be doing that, you know, that can bring up some feelings too. And I just want to say that it's okay to not be okay. Again, I just want to remove all the pressure from these holidays. We don't need to be all smiley and happy the entire holiday. Don't need to have the greatest Christmas ever. It's okay to not. 
It's okay to be sad. It's okay to miss home. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to not be okay. And I think that's a big one. So as I wrap up this episode, I want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the podcast that I started a year and a half ago. Thank you for your feedback and thank you for your support. I I really appreciate it. I wish you a happy holiday, a wonderful end of the year, a great start to 2023. I would like to especially wish a happy holiday to anyone spending the holidays away from home for the first time, anyone spending their first holiday without a loved one, whether their loved one is just not in the same physical location as they are, or it is somebody who is past. Happy holidays if you cannot be with your family and loved ones, or if you are with your family but don't want to be because that's also valid. Happy holidays to you if you feel alone or are lonely this holiday season. Happy holidays to those working over the holidays, because of course there are some heroes working right through the holidays, and we are grateful for that. So to those who don't have a holiday, I hope you can find time to somehow celebrate or rest or whatever it is that you feel like you need this holiday and finally happy holidays to those who for whatever reason did not think that they would make it to the holidays you made it so until 2023 that sounds terrifying to say until 2023 bye Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Journey Abroad. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to follow, subscribe, and rate the show on whatever platform you listen in on, and share the podcast with your network. If you would like to be a guest on the show, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm always looking for more stories to share. If you'd like other ways to keep up to date with the show, you can find me on Instagram at journeyabroad underscore podcast and on Twitter at journeyabroad underscore. A new episode will be released every other Friday at 12 p.m. EST. So until then, salang sintle, stay well.